This is episode number 414 of WP Watercooler, Cybersecurity During Global Conflicts. Welcome to the future. I'm Jason Tucker. You can find me at Jason Tucker on Twitter. I'm Steve Zangan. I'm the founder of Zeke Interactive, and I run the OC WordPress Meetup. I'm Say Reed, and I stand with your train at Say Reed Media on all the things. And y'all know who it is. It's your boy, Jason Cosper, a.k.a. Fat Mole Mike, back at it again on the world's most influential WordPress podcast. And you can go follow that podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, podcast. Spotify. You can follow the podcast or the podcast. The podcast. The podcast. Look, we have a visitor. Hey, Robert. How you hey. doing today? We hello. Hello, everyone. Somebody. Robert Good to have you on again, that. Robert. We had Robert for for, for those for those folks that uh, watch or listen to both uh, the show as well as Dev Branch. Uh, we had Robert back on um, back in December, and uh, it's good to have you back on again. We really appreciate that. Uh, Robert works over at uh, Patch Stack, and you're a advocate of is it security? Security surprise! <laughs> Wait, I, yeah, Robert, I, this is totally uh, this is a serious topic, but I do want to, be, in honor of you being from Patch Stack, I did want to say to you, Patch Stack, get on the floor, Patch Stack, and secure some more. <laughs> That happened. That happened. Uh, I guess I'm applaud. You should have told me I could have put some music on while you're doing that. Say here, go go, go for it. It's the karaoke section of uh, of the water cooler. Uh, So for a 30 minute show, um, let's let's discuss a little bit about cybersecurity. Um, Where shall we begin? How about in Ukraine? (laughs) (laughs) All right, the random uh, spot. Wow, there are no good, like every analogy or metaphor I try to use is like just really inappropriate. So I will uh, begin the conversation just by asking um, uh, when something like this happens, when, you know, when sovereign nations are invaded. Uh, <laughs> I don't really know how to phrase that. Um, <clears throat> when something like this happens, for all of the uh, normal day-to-day businesses that are happening there, all the normal transactions, when you have an actor like Russia, who is known for uh, their hacking capabilities and has have hacked Ukraine multiple times before, now it becomes a whole nother level of um, of attack, really. Wow. I'm just going to shut up. Anyway, point is, how do we... like how How... How important is it that all of those small avenues are secured, not just the big ones? Yep, it's critically important, right? I mean, I don't have a ton of experience in state nation, a state actors attacking other sovereign nations because, well, I don't think it's happened very often in our life. Um, Fortunately, we're finding out we know a lot about previous cyber attacks where the small, little, uh, out of date device in a corner i think it was target it was a ac or an hvac system yep. uh, there was a casino once that got hacked via a well i think this the story was an aquarium like a, a pump an automated pump that was connected to the internet oh, so all these little things that all are the located internet of things. Things. Yeah. yeah especially iot but wordpress sites are not exempt right they they're allowed to uh 
you know, they, they run code and if they get compromised, they get access to a little bit more network. They get access to a little bit more secret information. And that could be the stepping stone or the pivot point for a more serious compromise. So all aspects <laughs> of security are important. I think is my point. Really fun episode. Yeah, I'm sorry, I, I can be happier. Sorry. No, no, no. no there's <laughs> no need for you to be happier. I'm just literally like, just, you know, taking in what you say. Our tone is usually, you know, a lot lighter, but this isn't light. So there's, we don't got to fake it. Now, I, Ukraine is, uh, you know, under cyber attack. Like there are a lot of attacks going on. Uh, we were talking a little bit in the pre-show, uh, Robert, you said that, um, attacks you know you saw a surge in attacks on ukraine uh when the the actual like war started happening um like but you you were saying that maybe that wasn't like the the biggest push yeah, yeah i think you yeah, were talking about how like that first weekend after it was announced that you know russia had begun advancing in ukrainian territories that um, we started hearing news, right? Like people were hacking stuff. Like, you know, this went down, that went down. I think there was a cool story I read about a, um, well, I think it was a, a gas station or an electric charging stations that all of the, mm. all of the, the, the words on the billboard for it were, or the, the charge ports, like they were all changed with to, to, you know, anti, I think it was anti-Russian or anti-Ukrainian phrases. This is like a form of hacktivism, right? Hacktivism, so right. that first weekend we saw a lot of hacktivism, a lot of people kind of, you know, just taking whatever they could get and putting up notices because they felt passionate about whatever, you know, what was going on in the world, like a lot of people did. And then we also saw a, a lot of internal threat actors, right, or internal um, threats, which was people defecting. Uh, in the cyber underworld, uh, there was actually a, a very popular spyware group, Conti, which some of the people were Ukrainian, some of the people in that group were Russian, and they did not see eye to eye. Uh, what happened was, well, I believe the Ukrainian side got upset and began leaking uh, basically the biggest leak of like cyber, like, like bad guys. It was all their jabber logs, right? It was all their communications. Oh, and there wow. was, oh. yeah, completely unprecedented. We've never seen that. Uh, typically people don't defect like that. And that was the first weekend. And people huh. were talking then that like, this is the new avenue of cyber war. But I know a little bit more about how cyber attackers work that was just the first step. That was all the low-hanging fruit, right? That was, yeah, that, was the... just, that was just cyber rattle or not yeah. cyber rattling. <laughs> saber rattling. <laughs> saber 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 rattling. I, yeah, I like it. Exactly. Yeah, but what it was is yeah, people began to defect and they started just taking whatever low-hanging fruit. If they had access and they wanted to just stick it to somebody, right? They were upset, they were angry, emotional, they did something. And they found uh, insecure systems, right? Things that were already vulnerable. Uh, that's the first layer, layer, though. The next layer is actually the more serious concern because it'll take, like, imagine, imagine you're out there scanning a whole network and everything is secure. Well, not everything's perfectly secure. As in secure, we can say no known vulnerabilities. Well, it takes a couple of weeks to go find some vulnerabilities. So right now we're in the middle of it. Yeah, they're poking, they're getting intelligence. And we may see some more uh, bigger events in the next few weeks. I, I mean, who knows what? We could hopefully not, but um, it would be the next few weeks where people could start identifying what systems they want to target, start getting that software themselves and start looking for undisclosed vulnerabilities. And we're not at that point yet. So if my right. WordPress credentials are admin password, I should probably <laughs> change that. You should turn on 2FA. 
Then it's a password sure. whatever you want. <laughs> and what if it's pa- what if it's password with a with a, a zero instead of the instead of the O? Was that that'll buy you S's or Z's? Oh, okay. Robert's never heard of this. This is, this is such a. So I think that'll buy you like a 0.0005 seconds. Actually, I saw that chart this week. There was a chart that came out that showed how fast uh, a password can be hacked. Like a plain text password can be hacked instantly. And then it kind of went from there based on how many characters and how many odd and how many symbols you had. It, it, it was an eye-opening chart. And but, uh, just to be clear, the end of that chart is all like, you know. Years. Hacked, 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 yes. hacked, 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 hacked. And then it's like you know, industrial level, enterprise level passwords where it stops hacking. Like it could hack, probably hack like it. My my, my passwords were definitely in like the hundreds of years it would take to hack. So I felt that's good. I felt safe there. You won't have to change your password for a hundred (laughs) years. My grandkids grandkids will inherit my passwords. (laughs) So, so to dovetail on what uh, Robert was talking about, about how attacks are going to start ramping up, um, it, it's like, okay, uh, I'm sure some of our viewers are thinking and some of our listeners are thinking like, oh, okay, well, I, I'm not in Ukraine. Uh, I'm probably cool. And um, no one's cooler I, than Ukrainians, but no. okay. I just want to be no. <laughs> right. Right. You're not, you're not getting shelled, but your sites are, not really in uh, the best. I mean, if you stay up to date, if you, uh, I mean, uh, there was a security release of WordPress last night. Yeah. Oh, there was. Like, oh my God. Yeah. Five yeah. And, Surprise. And... <laughs> <laughs> this is like, yeah. I turned on my computer to come on the show. So thank you for updating. Me. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't find out about it until like eight or nine last night because I, uh, quit the work day at six o'clock. It came out at like six thirty, and then I started getting uh, auto update. Now I haven't turned auto updates off on some of my sites. I started getting auto update notices in my email and went, "Oh crap! Let me go look at the rest of my sites right now." Well, because- so <clears throat> I would say that it's not just about Ukraine, right? So we've seen before uh, old WordPress sites get. Uh, strung together into botnets, right? Like, um, and yeah. that's been done before. And then it uses, um, this is, it's a little far out of my wheelhouse, but <laughs> in layperson's terms, it basically uses all of that computing power to do other stuff, right? Yeah. I mean, basically, so we know that Russia, for example, is extremely proficient in technology and they probably know about WordPress specifically and that the web. I mean, they may have heard of it. I'm just saying like the white house's website is on WordPress, you know, Word, those WordPress runs 40% of the internet. Yeah. I, I wonder what the built with is in Russia, like built with that was probably not appropriate, but I think it's pronounced exactly like that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to keep shoving my foot in my mouth. Um, my point is, is that, uh with those continuing up like it, it, it almost puts like the impetus more so than it's just protecting our sites and you know our client sites and they need to not be hacked in a way it's a form of security f- f- more for the world or at least you're not going to participate in that like you know if you have all of these sites that they could use those resources like by not by hardening your site putting on you know upgrading to five nine whatever you're 
preventing that avenue from being a possibility right yeah i mean everybody it's uh it's like the uh the gif that goes around from uh starship troopers where people just turn to the camera and say i'm doing my part like staying on top of this stuff you are doing your part i mean to... I, I i'm not i'm i'm i mean it seems really minor but can you speak to that like what could be done with something like that like a web of wordpress servers could that be used for a cyber attack on a state like i don't really know so i'm i'm really asking could start with misinformation right a compromised news of a news organization or journalists use wordpress and their sites get compromised suddenly there could be misinformation on their website with it's all about it's all about trust right you trust that organization to give you the information somebody hacks them now they're giving you the wrong information and and that could be terribly bad. Oh, of course, that's easier to clean up because right. it's obvious that the well, not once happened. it gets out there. We yeah, can't once yeah. all those mines after the fact. Yeah, but then the there's no uh, security for the mine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to read Snow Crash again. Um, <laughs> but the other thing too is that you know they can compromise and just you mentioned it, just use it as a resource, right? It can be used as a pivot point, like a like a, a VPN sort of, like basically a, a tunnel to attack other resources. Yep. And if you ever dealt with DDoS, right, like a lot of the times DDoS, it just means they had a lot of bots and all those bots just pointed at one source and things started going down. We saw that, I think, in the first weekend, voluntary DDoSing. Uh, people were recommending, like, hey, go hit these websites. Um, and then I saw one, I don't I don't agree with this, um, but it was a JavaScript bot that you just load this website and it's going to immediately ping a bunch of uh, target websites and then just mm. uses your browser to voluntarily participate in the DDoS. Which ultimately just wastes, to my, in my opinion, because I've been done network administration and hosting, worked at hosting companies. Like it just wastes so much resources because you're angry and you want to, like, shut something off that you don't agree with. I mean, but if that were being used as a weapon uh, in in a like you know if someone's resources are being tied up with managing, you know, the the system that they're trying to fix, then they're not doing other things. So it can just mm -hmm. be like a you know, busy work. You know, keep everyone distracted, keep everyone, you know, like in a spy movie where they're like, oh, there's a fire over there. And they like all sneak past on the side. Yep. Right, right. It's just like that. It's just like that. It is it's exactly just like, like that. that. So what, I mean, all right. So we individually can kind of do something by keeping our stuff up to date, right? Yep. What, what else, what else are we Looking what about the here. vulnerabilities? Yeah. yeah. Like what about the vulnerabilities that are out there? I, I know that um, just looking at the stuff that you guys are doing over at Patch Stack, you guys are collecting the vulnerabilities that are there. And even during our pre-show, we were talking about just like how many of them are just the same damn thing over and over and over again. And there's a reason why for that. So how do how do we start looking at that, Robert? Yeah, I, I, so what Patchtag recently did, we just released our security white paper. We reviewed 2021 uh, for WordPress security concerns, and we found some really interesting stuff. And I wanted to, to start with, like, what's a vulnerability and what's a security bug, right? That, oh, that's Steve's job. He has to read that out of Wikipedia. Sorry. <laughs> no. <laughs> no? Oh, you're going to let him do it this time? Okay. Okay, good. The Patchtag... So. Patch Tech in 2021 started this, uh, what we call Patch Tech Alliance. It was originally called the Red Team, but we're, we're calling it the Alliance now because we're trying to bring together security researchers who find security bugs. You could also say vulnerabilities, but I say they're security bugs 
because then we report those to the developers and the developers patch those security bugs. And in 2021, we, there was an increase of 150% of the number of security bugs found in WordPress components, open source WordPress components. Now you would think this is more vulnerabilities, but that's, think of it this way. It's more bugs found that already existed. They were, they were unearthed and they were reported to the developers so they could get addressed and secured better for the whole community. <clears throat> okay, this so is something that, yeah. is it that there were more bugs or just that you found more bugs? Like, is, is it, it just a matter of perspective that you're saying that? Or did you just really just find more bugs because you had a better team or something? I don't think we know how many bugs are in the code base. Like, we don't oh, know okay. that until we look. I and we're finding more point. now, right? <laughs> The vulnerabilities. Well, were, I, 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 I don't know. Yeah. I know I how many bugs were in the code base. Bugs, like, <laughs> were they new bugs or were they yeah. old bugs? Is what I mean. Like, were they new things introduced by new versions, or uh, were they yeah, these, old yeah. things? Yeah, these are these are bugs that are I mean, they're in the code base. I do not know. We didn't look into when were they introduced, but oh. these are bugs that typically have existed for some time. It wasn't like we found a new feature and we're just hacking those new features. It's gotcha. we're just looking at the code base, right? And the the WordPress plugin repo alone. It's just one code base that has tons of source code. I, what is it? 40, 50,000 plugins, 60,000 yeah. maybe. Um, I don't even know how many, I, I guesstimated the lines of code is like in the 10 million, 12 million, I'm sure. Wow. But it's just so much code. And, and how much of that is dashboard admin notification? Sorry. <laughs> <All right>. 20%, <laughs> 20%. We could save a couple million if we just took those out. By the way, I know how many bugs are in the, uh, in the code base. All, all the bugs. Sure. Every last one. <laughs> so let's. I mean, let's oh, look man. at a, a recent um, a, a recent security issue in some WordPress plugins. Um, there was that issue with uh, Freemius uh, oh, and um, plugins that utilize uh, Freemius in their code base. Uh, Robert, do you remember offhand how many uh, oh. plugins there were that? <laughs> I think it was between 600 and 800 plugins were utilizing uh, the Freemius SDK library. Okay. So these are the wow. developers built their code and the Freemius SDK is, is a good thing, right? He makes it simpler and easier to build robust plugins. Unfortunately, the code base also included one or more, actually a few vulnerabilities. One known. <laughs> yeah, one known. There was actually, I think, three known in the end. And it ended up affecting every site uh, that was reusing this library, I think times three. So 600 times three, so it was like 1800 vulnerabilities. And we, uh, at PatchStack, we had to add like eight, the 1800 or whatever the number was, vulnerabilities into our database uh, all at once. Wow. Now the big problem there was that, yeah, so much. <laughs> the responsibility there, we're talking about responsibility earlier, the responsibility there was on the developer to be aware that they needed to update this library. Right, they need to right. go and update the library, and then they need to inform their users. Hey, please update the plugin. So it's this, this. That's I think when we say supply chain attacks or supply mm -hmm. chain security, that's mm -hmm. where we're talking about. We're talking about how many people need to know down the line uh, that they have to perform an action. I would also like and to say that as that line progresses, people care less and less. Like this person, you know what I mean? Like the mm -hmm. security person who finds it really cares, and then maybe the developer cares, and then they tell her. <laughs> person their client and then their client tells their client their customer tells oh, it's a game of telephone somewhere, along the line. somewhere in that chain is going to be a, a an abandoned plugin yes and that's right. a big oh, issue like we throw up. this is so ridiculous <laughs> now I, I was gonna say like not not to pick on freemius as much as i like to pick on freemius not to pick on freemius uh however 
Um, I mean, you can go back to classic examples where, uh, you know, there was a, a band and plugins that were running uh, Tim Thumb. Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, my God. Or, or abandoned. Yeah. Or a, uh, yeah, I was going to say abandoned uh, like Code Canyon themes running Revolution Slider. Here's the thing, though. I know that 100% of all WordPress sites have updated and they're not using Tim Thumb anymore. So we can we can all sleep at night. All of them have have, have updated their code. So and we got rid of sliders years ago. Yeah. How long ago did that? How long did that take? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm oh, like I'm 200 ads. episodes. I'm, I'm obviously making a joke. <laughs> it took 200 episodes, Robert. <laughs> this um, is everyday a PSA. Please update your Tim Thumb and Rib Slider versions now onto the show. Yes, I mean You're, kind of it is. We do say you know what our tag. Our tagline on this show should be "Update your shit." That's what I was gonna say. Like on the what show is it that at the end they always say "Spay and neuter your pets." Please update your your yeah. Yeah. Please update, except for when there's no update available, and that's you know what. There's just always an update sad. available. Something's always been updated. There's well, always a freaking well, plugin. Actually, actually, there's there's not. And and here's here's the problem. We've talked about this on the on the in the past. If a plugin has been abandoned. Right, and it's just sat for however oh, long. Right. No it one doesn't show an update. You you don't, and it, it doesn't show a flag either. It like, doesn't hey, show it's anything. Updated in it just years. shows, hey, it's it's got the latest version of this. Yeah. You're good, <laughs> right? Or it does I, say it does say this has been tested up to this and may not work. But you only get that if you go into the repo. Yeah, so it, doesn't, already it doesn't already have it installed. It doesn't show that in your updates. Uh, yeah, your updates area. So I. I oh. used to actually have uh, a plugin uh, that um, Pete Mall, a uh, WordPress Pete developer Mall. extraordinaire, made uh, a name yeah. for uh, a throwback name yeah. uh, for yeah. for a lot of folks. Uh, Pete made this plugin called Plugin Last Updated. Yes, that added. I use uh, it. I remember this. <laughs> yeah, that added a field on your plugins yes. page to say here was the last time your plugin was updated. However, that plugin has now not been updated in like eight or nine years. <laughs> it actually marks itself as red. If you put in that plugin, it, it and and by the way, if if you even look at that, it it causes a, a, a rift in the space time continuum. Um, I think that's didn't Pete win like a million dollars playing there's, poker or something? There, just, no, uh, there, there's a um, there's a new version of that plugin. There's a new a, a whole other plugin that does exactly that, Cosper. I'll I'll dig it up. Please like do. plug yeah. in last modified info. I yeah, think it's something, yeah, yeah. There, there's another one that does that. What what I'm amazed at is is you know, um, Robert, I went to the patch deck database just to kind of look at the vulnerabilities, right? Expecting to see a whole bunch of plugins I didn't recognize, right? That that are just random plugins in the repo. That's not true, right? And I'm not going to name names here on the water cooler, but if you go look names. go to the link, yeah, go to the link. I mean, these are these are plugins that I use. It's it's like some little small one that's like a we're not gonna name names. It's only got one or two million names. We have our favorite one though, which is Contact Form Seven, which we're allowed to say um, all the time. That's our other tagline on this show. (laughs) Don't use Contact Form Form Seven. I'm holding up for Contact Form Eight. So okay, just getting back to kind of the 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 global security kind of thing, like. Can you put on your wizard fortune telling hat for a minute? <laughs> your predictability hat. Uh, oh, are you looking, looking for one? Are you I looking have a for it? <laughs> he's like, hold on. Oh my um, god! <laughs> 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 Is that a trash can? 
<laughs> it's my cat's bed. The, my, my once bald okay, head is now full of I hair. I want you to know it kind of looks like a cossack. Oh my god, oh, I love it. Sort of oh, that's so good. Oh, that's great. Um, so you got to have it now. So right, obviously this answer is going to be correct. But um, <laughs> found the thumbnail. How do you see this playing out? Um, obviously, you said you've, you the word on the underground street is that attacks are ramping up. But what would you uh, expect to see? What would you be really freaked out to see? What does the hat yeah. say? <laughs> what does the hat say? Uh, the hat says I have an itchy head. The, <laughs> hopefully you're not allergic. the likelihood we're going to see is more hacktivism, right? We're going to see a lot more people working outside of, but sort of next to state actors. Like they're going to represent states, I think, like, you know, each side and they'll, they'll compromise and put up a, you know, a deface page, like, you know, support Ukraine or support Russia. Um, we're going to see a, a lot of that's going to be mostly because it's mostly the news, newsworthy stuff. Uh, what I think is going to happen, like definitely is going to also be happening is more leaks. And we're going to see those come out a lot slower. Um, heck, even in the U.S., I mean, thinking back just like think about 10 years ago, the Office of Personnel Management, they had all of the um, uh, military per per personnel's like social security numbers and et cetera leaked. So I don't know what further information, uh, you know, U.S. military people can lose, but I'm sure this will also happen in Europe and, and other countries. We're going we're to start seeing big leaks. Uh, we're probably going to see chat log leaks and a lot of that intelligence is going to come <sighs> basically come through that. Do you, so do you um, <laughs> what impact will, you know, a lot of hosting companies have cut off um, uh, uh, access for, hmm. for Russia. And I, I'm not, I haven't been tracking all of the different things that have been happening, but Russia already had to use or Russians had already had to use VPNs to access a lot of um, Western or just other um, information sources so do you feel that the 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 digital curtain as it were is is enough to block stuff or is there just you know enough yeah. access already oh as, if as long as we live in countries that have free and open internet we're also exposed and uh, some countries have locked down their internet so they're going to be a little less exposed but like i mean i, I appreciate being in with the more free and open and kind of dangerous <laughs> dangerous part of the internet but you get as much information as you can this way yeah so basically they're gonna be like on a boat right right outside of the u.s like trying to get wi-fi <laughs> or starlink right like we can, lots of starlink lots of starlink yeah, considerations what's up with starlink? i don't know i you just know, wish you... i wish i had a i wish i had a node on starlink just so i could monitor all the traffic that's targeting that network right now that would be fascinating to me right because they're, they're they're mad officially about starlink um i believe russia is right they said yep specifically you have to stop that I, I i didn't get a ton of information on that but is something i mean i'd like to think that the giant satellite in the sky is kind of safe from being hackable oh no, no. it's just radio there's just a lot of them now yeah yeah cool that's what space yeah. force is for yeah that actually might be what it's for <laughs> Oh God. And exactly. um, <clears throat> so have you, what, what else is the, what's the, um, like, what are people in the security industry doing either to, to respond to this? And I don't mean like activism or joining up to help people. I mean, for like their own companies, like what, what are their, those best actions happening? Are they pulling, you know, like stuff off the internet or, mm. or d detaching from certain you know, I think they're doing, or... they're doubling down on all, I think the basic security hygiene is like step one, 
right? They're making sure they, they're aware of the assets they have accessible to the internet. They're patching those assets, right? They're patching those systems. Like we mentioned earlier, hopefully they're looking to see when the last patch was issued, right? Is, is this project being actively updated? And, you know, is there is there a known vulnerability for it? Like, is you know, is it something that's unfortunate that got, you know, has a vulnerability and was never patched? Uh, and they, they're going to be basically redoing all that and they're going to get a, a very uh, fast to lessen in cybersecurity if they get targeted uh, by any sort of state actors. What about the gov governments? Have you do you monitor? I mean, like ours. I, I mean, like not ours, like mine, uh, United States. Like, are we um, or other countries also? What are they doing? Are they like all just hiring a million, like doubling up security efforts, or they've already been hardening? What do you? I think most of the security forces worldwide have some sort of cyber like version, right? They've got cybersecurity as a concern. Um, unless you're in some weird backwards country, like they know, you know communication. Internet right. is communication, communication is key. And being able to secure your communication channels is probably what their uh, priorities are. Now I feel so too- It's everything, right basically. It's everything. You can take your right. hat off now. Yeah, I, got, I got too serious there for having a, a cat bed on my head. <laughs> I'm, to I'm totally going to donate some money to, to whatever cause Robert wants me to donate to if he wears that for his next call. Yeah. <laughs> Deal. As long as my um, cat's out of it. I mean, I get, I get double if my cat's still in it, like, right? Just going all crazy in there. I have one more question. Are you individually, personally, in your professional context, but are you concerned? Or are you, well, or are you concerned or are you oh, something else? I've been doing cybersecurity for years. I've been concerned about stuff every day of my life. I have ulcers and stress, like stress response constantly. This is this is a Tuesday and it's a Friday. I'm not sure what day it is, but Tuesday, Friday, whatever. This is all the same same stuff for me, and it's it's, it's appreciative that more people are are concerned about it. Is and it really the same, or it's just like it's just it's it's more of it. Just the volume's been turned up. up. Yeah. More people Robert, are, before before yeah. we uh, close out here, I I wanted to uh, make sure that we do um, we do mention um, UA CyberHelp. Oh um, yeah. Could you could you just give us a, a quick overview on yeah. this? Yeah, UA CyberHelp is a website where people can uh, Ukrainian organizations can request uh, free cyber support, so it's information security support for their organization if they're in Ukraine or they're supportive of the Ukraine like people, uh, things like journalism is really what our, our target is. We're not going to go doing attacks for anybody. <laughs> but also, it's, it's a resource for if you are willing to, to donate resources for Ukrainian organizations. Uh, we already have a handful of cybersecurity professionals, as well as some organizations, which are willing to, to assist. Um, and I've compiled a list of a bunch of cybersecurity vendors that are uh, basically having free services for Ukrainian organizations that need help right now. Uh, basically, they may they, uh, the concern is yes, they may get targeted. So let's make sure that they're doing the best security. They have the best help. People with tens or you know decades of experience uh, giving them advice and guidance for what nice. they can do. Those organizations so awesome. can sign up there. And if you're not one of those organizations, but you just want to help, we've also have a list at the bottom of the page for organizations you can donate to. That's awesome. Yeah, Razom for Ukraine. Uh, my sister-in-law has um, worked with since far before this war, so I can vouch for their authenticity. Yeah, obviously they they're pretty big at this point, but yeah, yeah. we were we're honestly kind of small in in for the UA cyber help because these are tons of resources are, are being out there, and it's great to see. I've seen a lot of uh, independent journalists in Ukraine get a ton of support already um, from the from the few that I've looked into. So it's quite nice. That's awesome. awesome. Thank you well, for Robert, being thank, part of that. Yeah, 
thank you, you for for bringing this to our attention and that we were able to discuss it today. Um, I want to say thank you all for hanging out. And here's our outro. Go over to subscribe to the content on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and YouTube. Update your websites. <laughs> yeah, please. Please. please do. Come on. Update your websites. It's time. How many times do we have to say?